Letting it boys. What are you yapping about? Just leave me in the car with the window open a crack. There's something wrong with this hearing aid. It's a trap. Oh, and that was welcome. What? what? Welcome. Wait. What? Hey. What? I'm with what? you. I'm I'm with you. Just I'm here. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> Fun. Welcome to the Old Man Podcast. Bob Scott. Hey. Today, we're talking about dating. Not 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 that we're actually doing any dating, but just the fact that we're two not other e guys. Not each other. Not that not there's anything other, wrong with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, yes, so we're why, talking about dating. When we and the reason date. we're talking, yeah, because we used to date years ago. Now that we've been both, what, you're coming up on your 30th anniversary, Scott? Yeah, be 30 this year. Yeah, I my, hit my 27th um, last week. Jeez, wow. Well, the way this yeah. all came about, it was uh, I was talking to my son, talking to Alex, and um, he was talking about some young ladies that he's met. And there's like a whole ritual now. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, so I, I met, this, met this girl on this uh, one of these websites and uh, I was like, to get her number? Oh, you can't do that. What the hell do you mean you can't do that? Then how do you talk to her? Oh, for God's <laughs> sakes, Dad. You know, this isn't, isn't back in the old days. The, the way you do it now is you meet them on, you know, something like Tinder, I guess. And then yeah. if you start talking and, and they want to, like, keep talking to you, they're interested, then they apparently you, whatever? No, you go to Snapchat, the next level of Snapchat. And then apparently you talk on Snapchat and then it will go to like an instant message or some stuff. And then you get actually get a phone number to talk to this person. And I was like, Jesus, when I was a kid, you just walk up to some girls, say, hey, can I call you? And they give you your number. You run back to your rotary phone, give her a call and <laughs> you talk to her. But yeah, that, that <laughs> exactly. So I thought it'd be... <laughs> <laughs> by the time, by the time you actually got the number dialed, you weren't interested anymore. Like yeah, or if you, if you misdial, you go like I, I give up. Oh yeah, because you're not going to do it again. Um, yeah, because you, you you kind of chickened out. You went, like, that ah, wasn't worth it anyway. So Damn, I thought it would be hilarious to talk about what it was like when we were younger, when we we're you know first grown a pair and started going into the whole dating scene. <laughs> Got your first chest hair? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so well, it, you know, it's funny because uh, my wife and I were at a at a little get together with uh, her quote unquote sister, not really a sister by blood, but by association. Anyway, another story for another time. But anyway, it seems that they got they were talking about they they said to my wife, like, well, you know, you're probably have the longest marriage of anybody here. And everybody at that party, they were divorced. No kidding. Every single one. Wow. And like, how do you do that? Yeah, no kidding. I, I don't. And it, I mean, because one of the, the people that 
I guess the, the host of the party was was a little um, miffed that somebody didn't show up. And because I guess that person has a new friend and had a better offer. <laughs> so can't blame him. Right, you can't blame them. So fine. You know, um, so it, it just it, you look at this as, you know, people within our age and I can't conceive of having to be out there again dating. Oh yeah, not I, I would. I wouldn't know what to out. do. If, if I, I broke up, I'd just do. be a hermit living in a trailer park. Yeah, no, I, 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 you know, I'd sell my house, you know, have a small apartment, and have my, my multiple bikes, and I think I'd be happy. Yeah, but I, dating people, forget no. it. Why, why <laughs> disappoint another woman? <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's go on Tinder. Oh, should I swipe? Oh my God. Swipe? No, swipe. Yeah. No swiping. Swipe no swiping. For, looking for old fat person. Swipe, swipe, swipe. <laughs> With no self-esteem. Swipe, swipe, swipe. <laughs> yeah, no. Can't find one. <laughs> Is there someone no, but, with very low standards? Swipe, swipe. But I mean, me speaking personally, I mean, even dating back then i mean i was never really i never really dated anybody in high school just because i wasn't dateable it just that's for another it, show <laughs> no it just it just that was not me you know, oh my I, god kind of there were, there my, were levels in college as i grew up there were levels so like start in eighth grade that's when it started and eighth grade dating was basically um some of the parents would have parties let their kids have a party so your friends come yeah. over and you go in the basement and play tunes so i remember my mom's like oh yeah you can you can have your friends over so i put on my gold snaggle tooth and my my pants with the big wide belts <laughs> and <laughs> and my mom made this uh punch i was like can you make the punch oh yeah no problem well she made it the way she always made it with like a bottle of rum. So all these kids got completely trashed. It was hilarious. Wait, wait, she, she purposely put, no, she just didn't she, think of it because, and I can say this because she died last year. <laughs> she won't get, start yelling at me. Um, she just <laughs> made it the way she always made it. It was like a punch that she would make at parties and she just didn't even think about it. And she put in a bottle of rum and served it to all these eighth graders. So it was one of the best parties of all of them. Oh, I'm sure. Oh yeah. And uh, it, it was great. I mean, it, it's like the whole bed or the whole basement smelled of brute cologne, babe perfume and sweat. <laughs> it's a noxious brew. Oh my God. It was great. And, you know, you know, then everyone was trying, all the guys are trying to hook up with this one girl who had developed earlier than everybody else. So she was like the center of attention. Needless to say, I left by myself in my own house. <laughs> so then you transition into high school and I moved out from the city to the burbs. So like freshman, sophomore, sophomore, junior year, the big thing was every Friday night you went to orbit roller rink. That was the big oh, yeah. dating scene. And you take your roller skates, you tie them in a knot, throw them over your shoulder. Again, the gold snaggletooth. Never went out with that. It was my lucky charm that never worked. And the big thing was you had to have the, the huge-ass comb in your back pocket with the big handle that stu stuck up out of the 
so that in mine was like I could just go like a samurai sword off off my back. Wham! I'm ready to comb my hair. So you'd go to Orbit Roller Rink and you'd scope out a girl, and then you'd sit there and wait for the couples uh, couples skate. And the voice would come on, and now, please, we're going to dim the lights. It's time for the couple skate. And then I'd see, like, this girl who looked like she had low standards. And I was like, oh, shit. And I'd, like, try to skate my ass over there to get to her, but somebody would always <laughs> get there before me. And she'd pick up these losers that even I knew I was better than. And uh, that was that was just a blast looking back on it. In fact, that was see, I, I, Go on. I'm I'm no, taking the whole just, thing. No, it's just you know I I recall. I guess my first long term girlfriend, I guess was when I was a, a sophomore in college. We had gone to um, it was a where I went to school. There was what they called an interim study program, or called an ISP, because there was such <laughs> such a huge gap between the fall and spring semester. And they compressed the semesters just so they could, you know, get, you know, minimum work for maximum dollars. Okay. <laughs> so so they, they could they could jam you for like another bit of tuition money, like all of January. So you still, you know, meal plan, you know, the whole thing. Just, hey, just another full semester. But it was kind of cool, fun stuff. And um, I was the photography editor for my college newspaper. So um, I was taking... I guess a photography course, whatever, and and what and what was actually this this um, related course was called World War II Men and Machines, and the guys that were in that ISP they said, hey, we're taking a trip down to Maryland, and we're going to go to this thing called the Aberdeen Proving Grounds. It's like I, this, this is the, very different than just trying to get a cop a feel at Orbit Road. No, well, well, yeah, this is the, this is the weird thing because dating, you know, you just, you know, you ask people out and whatever, and that usually happens. I'll get to one of those stories in a minute, but you never know where you're going to find a girlfriend. So I got on the bus and there's about like 40 guys and we take a, you know, a good two hour trip south to north of Baltimore to Aberdeen, Maryland. And it's an ordnance museum of all these old World War II, World War I tanks, you know, guns and all kinds of other stuff. It's a cool okay. place, actually. So we get off the, the bus and the tour guide who was supposed to give us a tour said, hey, guys, I can't, um, you're on your own. Um, I got double booked with this um, school, this all girls Catholic high school from uh, Baltimore. We're like, oh yeah, Cubs win, really? yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Well, and and I was wearing this this English cap. No Go wonder live. you couldn't get a date. You look like an no, idiot. No, oh, wait, 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 what? wait, wait. Gets better. So there was this girl that was wearing an English cap, and we both noticed each other. And I've got my camera, so I just cooked up and took a couple of snaps, and then we started talking and um i said listen give me your address and i'll mail you a picture so did you like take a so picture we, of your junk and just send her that <laughs> thinking of rude. you don't be Bob. rude no <laughs> sorry don't be rude scott shane scott I am sorry. Anyway, okay so i did i 
you know, got her phone number and address and I went back and went into my dark room, no euphemisms. Um, I'll bust. Developed, the, developed the, the film and, you know, you know printed out a, a black and white, mounted it and sent it off. And then I think a couple of weeks, a couple of months later, we actually, I actually went down with them um, over spring break and we had our first date. Lasted a year and a half. That, Ironically that enough, a, I went. Wait, did you say it took a year and a half to get to your first no, date? No, 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 no. We dated for a year and a half. Oh, dated for long, a year and a half. Yeah, long distance relationship. And ironically enough, uh, I had moved down to D.C. to go to grad school. So instead of being three hours away, I was in mere, mere like 40 minutes away. But hey, say la vie. <laughs> <laughs> my first girlfriend, I was a, a senior in high school. And that's when I had my uh, my El Camino. Very cool car. And that, uh, that'd be awesome to have today, though. Oh, yeah. I wish I still did. I think it was Man, fast as hell. Great. And I dated this girl whose um, um, father was a police chief in one of the suburbs. Not going to say which <laughs> one. Needless to say, he didn't like me. These people hated me so much, they wouldn't even let me in their house. Like, if I went to pick her up, the father would be like, Yeah, you stand out here. Like, what do I stink? Do I step on dog crap or what? Yeah, this guy wow. would not let me in the house. And uh, maybe it was because I, I drove this car and then I had the I, I had so much hair that I looked like this giant bush of hair with feet sticking out underneath it. It was <laughs> but I had and I had the gold snaggle too. Still had yeah, that gold. Yeah. Yeah, I always had to have that. Um but yeah, and the and the comb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always had the, the comb. Is, the comb as big as a rake. Exactly. <laughs> in case you go in the wind and you got a, you know an emergency brush over. Um, <laughs> but oh yeah, it was brutal. It was just brutal. Yeah, and then, but then you know, as I said, there were those special times that, like New Year's. So you get invited over to a New Year's party. And you know, at least you're going to suck face at some point. With what? With with what? (laughs) Uh, A girl. Oh, okay. (laughs) I didn't know if you meant like some troglodyte that you picked up. (laughs) No, and actually she, actually she was, she was pretty cute and she's a redhead, you know, fairly attractive. And, and, but I, I guess, you know, when you come back nearly bruised and bloody from, from the encounter like did i just kiss a girl or a piranha <laughs> i remember the teeth. first i can't remember my first it was french teeth, kiss my friend yeah it oh, was horrible it was, yeah. yeah what no, this was memorable to today yeah exactly all teeth a piranha that's actually a yeah. pretty <laughs> a pretty explicit reminds me of finding nemo <laughs> i'm a piranha <laughs> My my first major kiss was with this girl. I'm not using names in case she's one of our six listeners. And she, uh, <laughs> we ended up on top of this hill by her house, behind her house. And it was the first time I ever like French kissed a girl. And by the time we got done, there was so much drool running down our faces. It looked like we, it's like somebody threw a bucket of water on us. It was disgusting, but it was great. It, no complaints. Minus the drool. <laughs> Minus the drool. I don't drool anymore. So it took a few times. I, I got that out of my system. <laughs> and lo and behold, I got more dates. 
Wow. I know. I know. What are you going to do? But yeah, what I mean, when when you were younger, I mean, let me ask you this: You look at things now. What was different then than than it is now that you see through your kids? Well, it's not technology driven. I mean, just to illustrate a point of how bad interpersonal relationships have become, and this is just slightly off topic, but I think it 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 bears talking about because I think it's endemic of how shitty things actually are. When somebody, you're expecting somebody to come up to your house and they're dropping something off or they're saying, I want to pick something up or whatever, you would expect them to get out of their car, come up, push the doorbell and have a one-on-one conversation. Right. Now it's, they text you, I'm out in the driveway. Yeah. Or they text you, I'm dropping it. Are you that afraid? I think our interpersonal relationships, as far as coming to the door and actually talking to people, have taken a big hit because technology has kind of like really made its way into that. Right. I can't stand it when somebody's going to you know come in, they're going to you know they're, they're dropping something off, or they 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 come up, they get in their car, they drive over, and instead of coming up to the door and ringing the doorbell and you have an interpersonal conversation, they text you. Right. I'm here. I drop the thing off. Now, personally, sometimes because of, you know, door to door salesmen, like, okay, we want to, you know, sell you uh, aluminum siding or a new roof because you have hail damage or Jehovah's Witnesses showing up. You know, I don't want to answer the door because I don't want to be bothered. But yeah. if you know that you're going to be showing up or someone makes an appointment to say, hey, I'm going to be showing up and they text you from the driveway, like, oh, hell no. Can you just do that? I told my so, daughter, oh, go on, go on. No, it, it, I know that my daughter met her boyfriend over Tinder. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't get, get it. it. It's ridiculous. Like when my daughter was in high school and she started dating and I was telling her, well, she started dating like in eighth grade and, uh, but in high school, when she's like, say a junior, when I started getting involved because it was going past these little crushes, you know? And uh, I was like, I'm going to tell you right now, if some guy is coming here to pick you up for a date, God forbid, if this little turd goes in my driveway and says, come on out via text, his ass better come up to my door, knock on my door, shake my hand, introduce himself. Otherwise he can hit the bricks. I do not. Yeah. It's, 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 baloney it's disrespectful my daughter is not some little person that's going to come running out the door um you know i had to stop her first and it was <laughs> but yeah i i didn't in fact one time there this guy was in the driveway and he wouldn't come in i walked out there and was like hey get your ass in here and he came oh, hey, Mr. Caribbean. like geez hey dude look at me <laughs> and have a have a handshake you wuss don't this, I feel like I'm shaking a wet fish. Like, God, <laughs> here's 20 bucks. Find a personality. It's like half the time I just want to look at her and say, this is the best you can do. Honestly, you're gorgeous. Do better. There's something better out there. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, as I said, if I had to be at this age dating and I, you know, you know, there's, there's different types of, you know, dating cohorts. 
that's a new okay. word for, for 2021. I didn't, I've never used the word cohort until this year. I never even know what the hell it meant. And all of a sudden seemed like the word cohort everywhere, you know, group of people. Okay. And, but they've got dating apps for, you know, Christian mingle, farm mingle, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, doofus is over 50 mingle. I don't know, but big booties, big, <laughs> we may be looking at different sources. Go on, continue. <laughs> I just don't, you know, because then you see these profile pictures and, and I would wonder if, if there is less or more exaggeration to the profiles that you would put, because I know, I know nothing about this, but I know that you have to fill out a profile because I saw those, you know, match.com or, uh, you know, plenty of fish.com or, you know, or just the dating sites that I'm aware of. And you have to fill up profiles and put in your likes, dislikes, whatever, yeah. and you know, a dopey picture. <laughs> you know, and nobody lies on their profiles. I'm sure. No, and see, that's the thing. You know, how yeah. much lying do you have as an as a you know over fifty adult versus you know well, somebody? My in their son teens was showing the just a couple of days ago. You know, he's twenty three, and he was showing me these girls on Tinder, and they're just stunning. I'm like, come on. If the girl is on here, if, if that girl that we're looking at is actually on there, she's either lying or she's got a peg leg and a lazy eye. There's just no way that someone that looks that good is going to be on Tinder trying to find a date. Either that Absolutely or a no, bag. Something. <laughs> Lost a limb in a tragic mowing accident. Come what is on. wrong with this picture? Uh, and dating now, like if I, God forbid, had to start dating again, it wouldn't work. I don't think because the date would have to be over by nine o'clock. You know, we'd have, cause before nine o'clock, I was taking a shower, getting dressed, putting on my gold snaggle tooth to head out for out the door. Now it's gotta, I gotta be home by nine o'clock. Matlock starts at nine and then. <laughs> That ends at 10, and oh, then it's time on. for bed. You're not watching Mad Like You know you're watching old Mannix reruns. Oh, my God. That guy was so cool. <laughs> Joe Mannix. I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he had that rocking hair with the sideburns. Yeah, he did. He did. I know. Plaid jacket. He, oh, was that James Garner? Oh, wait. yeah. James Garner. Rock, Rockford, Rockford Files. Files. Much, yeah. Much more my speed. He drove that gold Firebird. Firebird. Yep. Yeah. And it was just like a giant sideburn pulling up on oh. a firebird. <laughs> well, speaking of firebirds, because in that, that party I was telling you about, um, there, someone had an antique, I had a 77, yeah, 77 firebird. Um, you did? No, no. Somebody oh. at the party did. Oh, I was going to say. It had the six liter engine. It wasn't the 455. Okay. Uh, but I was looking at this thing and realized just how low to the ground those cars were. I was like, I think I might strain yeah. something trying to get into this thing. Now. <laughs> it's not that much different than my challenger. I mean, they're probably not, but cause I, I had a 78 Z 28. It's really not mm-hmm. that much different. This one just, but a lot we're digressing. Oh, we are here to talk about, about dating and it's time for the list. Oh, I am have instituting. Well, we're going to, we're going to talk. <laughs> we're going to, Go over back and forth. Songs of the day. Oh God. No. That's right. That's right. Oh. That's right. 
get your pencil out, start writing some stuff down. Because oh, the, these are no the songs idea. that when we were younger, these were the songs that we would play and the girls would throw on their babe perfume and just throw themselves in our arms. Boy, I can, oh man, you're, you are taxing me at this point, man. <laughs> they Holy did have music crap. back when you were young. Yeah, they did. I just don't remember it because either I was, you know, too involved in the moment. Yeah. Um, you're too busy fixing your English derby, whatever the hell it's like you said you were. <laughs> okay, I'm going to start. Oh, God. Gonna, you ready? Yeah, go ahead. Number one. This is in no particular order. No, so, it won't be. Lady by Sticks. Remember? Lady. Son of a, no, <laughs> no. Okay, I'm going to go on an anti-stick rant. You just, you just bust open the dam, my friend. That Jeez. sucks. <laughs> it does not and, suck. N- yeah, oh, yes, they do. And the no. thing is, my first girlfriend, she loved that group. Loved Sticks. Dennis <laughs> the Young. Oh, my God. What, I actually met music? him. I met him in his afro, his perm. Oh, my God. A couple God. of years ago. Very nice guy. So Lady is well, the... I, I, I that's my first that, that one. Dennis the Young is a very nice guy. He is. I met him and his wife. Because oh. uh, he tours with a guy, a friend, friend of mine, uh, August. That's his name. And uh, I saw him down in Indiana. But anyways, that's my first song. And you now, obviously you, you don't a, like a, it. A quick, yeah, just a quick aside on sticks. Because when I was dating this girl in Baltimore, um, and I hated sticks with the, with the, the passion of a 10,000 burning suns, there was a, a review of one of their live shows in the back of Rolling Stone. Because back in the day, they had, I think on the last page, they did a review of a live show. And it just happened to be Sticks. So I'm reading this. And they're talking about, you know, Dennis DeYoung, Tommy Shaw, um, the bass. I mean, I know and who the these other guys two. are. And the other, yeah, the, the Panzanzo brothers, whatever the hell their name is, and, and uh, James Young. So... I know who the players are, unfortunately. Um, and there was this one paragraph, and I still remember it to this day, that said, and they talked about the sets that they did and whatever. And the line was, Sticks has all the intensity of a McDonald's vanilla milkshake. Oh, come on. And it's true. No. This is the guy who was like talking, you know, you know hooked on the stones, Frank Zappa, Little Feet, my still one of my favorite bands of all time. You, Little Feet, I can't see. Yeah, I can't see that. Oh God, love Little Feet. Uh, okay, well, give me a song. You, you're you're bopping on my stick song. Oh God, all right. Let's um, well, what song got see. that? Apparently, after listening to this, you had one girlfriend until you <laughs> got married, and she was from Baltimore, and she liked she liked. World War Two. She yeah, sounds like a real. She sounds great, dude. <laughs> she was very nice. She was very nice. Yeah, we uh, t- we spent the night talking about tanks. Yeah, very romantic, <laughs> with little feet in the background. <laughs> okay, continue your song. Oh my Give me god! One. I, you know, I, boy, I'm having a tough time just coming up with one. It just, I mean, there was no one like one song that you went to. Oh, I, there was for me. Music. I'd have to. I'd have to really think about this. I mean, maybe it was the Marine Corps hymn for you. 
<laughs> well, you and what, this girl were in the. Well, I can remember what girls would play, and this one, this one, fr- uh, this one girl that I kind of like, you know, messed around a couple of times. It, it, she, she had Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, brain salad surgery. Okay. Seriously, she just put on the album and just let it, just let it roll. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> So we'll go to mine. We'll go to mine because yeah, Yola sucks ass. Yeah, it Okay, does. next on my list, reminiscing. Remember? Reminiscing. Remin- Friday night, it was late. I was walking you home. We got down to the gate. Now I was oh. dreaming of the night. Oh, my God. Phenomenal. Wow. Phenomenal. I-, I can smell the perfume right now. Just <laughs> And you lip-locked over that? <laughs> oh, God. That you you could take a girl and just play that and oh my god she have that big fuzzy sweater on and then she'd have so much so much lip gloss on that you go to kiss her and your face would just slide off of her. <laughs> That's right. I almost fell on my comb. I almost had to go to the hospital. Okay, shall I keep going because I yeah, got a keep few. going because it sounds like you've got this nailed. Your song by Elton John. Why I, why am I looking at a blank face? Jeez. Please. These don't sound like makeup songs to me. I don't know. I okay. Anything by Barry White. Well, okay. There, there, there you go. I can't even say one song. I mean, just you name it. Barry White, he did it. Jeez. I mean, yeah. Uh, you got Billy Joel, Just the Way You Are. Mm. Another one. Uh, Marvin Gaye, let's get it on. That was another one of my favorites. Um, where were we at? Oh, oh, oh! I'm not in love by 10 CC. Yeah, that's a good tune. Remember that one? Tune. Had that girl yeah, I, that had that she had the the speech impediment. Big boys don't cry. Big boys don't cry. Actually, it, very interesting anecdote about that song. The, the way that they developed that song, um, they. Where it was going to be a ballad, and then they said it's not. It, they they played and said this isn't working. So what they did is they oversampled the lead singer like one hundred times. So that's why you get that echoey, that yeah. kind of ethereal thing. And the woman who actually says that worked in the front office of the recording studio. Really, they said, "Hey, we need you. Just come in here and say this." And she has never been on recording. Whatever they just they just wanted her to to come in and just big boys don't cry. She's now you know in her fifties, you know early sixties, and she recounted that song. Wow, I I did not know that. But see, that's the that's the cool thing about you know those some kind of anecdotes because you never know how this stuff gets created because you think oh well that's you listen to something and you know hence your songs because you have this idea about what it represents to you. How those songs I, got made are nothing. I just wanted I just wanted to get into someone's shirt. I mean, you're going a whole different direction. <laughs> no, but I mean, it just it, it just it, it, it's true. And I just thought of one song that actually well, you might was, have one. Yeah, um, as background music, and it was just because it was on. It was Carol Salambra off of uh, from from uh, God. I'm drawing a blank from Led Zeppelin. Carol Salon. No wonder you didn't get laid until college. 
Oh my god. <sighs> okay, I've got the I've got another one. Okay. This is actual actually a bundle. The greatest, greatest group of songs that any guy can pull out of the out of the, you know, off or put on the uh, radio was side two of the best of bread. <laughs> oh my God. You play that. And the clothes would just come flying off. <laughs> it still works to this day. My wife could be in the worst mood. She can come in just bitching about work and, you know, why don't you do more Scott? And, you know, you're supposed to paint the house and I'll just put that on. And I want to make it with you comes on. And she's just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Come here. Hold me. It's just great. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I got, I it's got like a like drug. I'm sorry. I got nothing like that here. No. Oh, please. <laughs> I, I I can only bring it out on certain occasions because then I really have to bring my. Well, you don't want to overdo it either. Exactly. But I had a. I want to make it with you. A diary. Uh, what the hell were the other? There's a whole bunch. Every song on there was just the ultimate song for romance. So yeah, you just you can't go wrong with it. <laughs> And you could have even broke out some of the BG songs, um, you know, Bill Withers, "Ain't No Sunshine." I mean, there's they just go on and on. It's it's just music of the seventies rocked. Yeah, music today was, blows, except for disco. Disco. Well, I don't know. You know, I mean, even the Grateful Dead was doing disco tunes. Shakedown. Well, Kiss went disco. Remember that Kiss did that song. Um, I can't remember, but it was horrible. I, I was made, I was made for loving you, baby. It was horrible. They like completely jumped the shark and then they, uh, uh, finally got it back together and went back to rock. <laughs> Even though, Hey, we got a, um, Ace Freely, babe. I think that was the name of it. Remember he did mm. that one solo song. That was kind of a romantic song. Beth, not babe, Beth. Oh, Beth. Yeah. Yeah, Beth. It was like about an ex-girlfriend or some nonsense. But yeah, he'd come out. So I saw Kiss three times, and he'd come out Never on the stage. And yeah. Everybody, well, come on, you went to war museums. Why the hell would you go see Kiss? <laughs> and dated one girl from Baltimore who <laughs> rebuilt military jeeps as a hobby. <laughs> so yeah, I don't see actually, you. She was actually she she was in a band. I mean, she was. In a band, I mean, she played keyboards, and she's still playing keyboards. When she's close to sixty now, and she's still playing keyboards, good for she her. Sounds like she sounds like a catch, Bob. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> she, she's probably a polka band. <laughs> We're gonna go play "Roll Out the Barrel" for the sixth time. <laughs> Jeez, oh God, I know oh one girl, God. one girl. No, there Jeez. are more than that. More than that, my friend. Oh yeah, we met at the Cantini Museum. Wow, we looked at the <laughs> we looked at the Vietnam exhibit. And our eyes met. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was quite a moment. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was magic under the Franz Ferdinand statue. It was. We both reached for the the, the M fourteen. It's like, ooh, I have to have you. <laughs> Let me go get my Zeppelin song. <laughs> I came up with like 30 songs. You had one and yeah, it sucked. Yes, yeah, I just don't have, just didn't have you know, any like go-to tunes. 
obviously, Mister. I had my whole, I had all my eight tracks, all set up. And what sucked is I could to listen to side two of the best of bread on my eight track player. You couldn't rewind it, so you have to yeah. You'd have to go through the entire side one and then flip it. Yeah. So by the time that by the time that that happens, you could probably got bored and wanted to leave. Well, and before, during, after, after. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, like when I was in eighth grade, watching these kids making out and stuff at these parties, and it's like you know they're getting a first base, second base, and it's like I wasn't even the ball field; I was nowhere to be found. <laughs> That's called voyeurism, my friend. <laughs> That's not voyeurism. I sat there getting drunk on my mom's punch watching these oh, kids. That's get- true. <laughs> All right, so at least at least you, you were doing actively doing something. Yeah, they they say goodbye and there's lip gloss all over their face. <laughs> goodbye, Mrs. Kirbyan. <laughs> Do you have a Kleenex by chance? <laughs> My whole face is shiny. I need some help. Speaking of uh, shiny, yes, I think it's we time should be. To end. Yeah, I think so. I think we beat this one to death. I love yeah, it. We did. So I'm going to go and <laughs> listen to some bread and relax. I'm going to go pour my, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I'm going to go most, pour myself a nice bottle of, or a nice glass of Jacobazzi wine and <laughs> listen <needy>. to bread. <laughs> <laughs> yes, as long as it has a screw off top, we're in good shape. Uh, Palmasan, we sell no wine before it's time. <laughs> you used to All get right. that cologne that just burned your skin because mom bought it from Avon. <laughs> Say here, mom, that smells like ass and feet. Don't worry. The girls will love it. Oh God. Okay. We're done. We're done. So <laughs> seriously, stay take us out, lawn. Bob. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Until next time, America. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>